Boss Man Show here at Texas Southern Tigers head coach Clarence McKinney out of the SWAC Conference in Houston, Texas. Third Ward down there doing big things. Coach, how you doing, man? What's up? Doing well, boss. How you doing? I'm good, coach. Let me ask you, man. How important was it for you guys to play those games in the spring? Use was a springboard to evaluate your guys as you get ready to go in 2021 fall season here coming up. So we, we only played two games last spring. So and, and it was the equivalence for us of a normal spring ball with, with two scrimmages. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, we lost the rest of our season to COVID. But uh, our guys got, you know, two quality opponents and one in Prairie View, one in Southern, and got a lot of experience through those games, and we got a lot of practice time in. And to talk about that, uh, senior guys gives us some live action and give us to apply what's been going on in the, in the meeting room over the Zoom. I guess coaching football over Zoom is not the, not the easiest thing to do in the world. <laughs> and then send them to apply it on the field. So I was senior guys actually get to kind of apply things you've talked about in meetings and one-on-ones -on -one actually in, in live action. It's always good to, to see guys in live action because you get a chance to see uh, the progress. And it's like taking the test. You know, you study for a test all week, and then you want to see those guys succeed on that, that test at the end of the week. And so, um, unfortunately, we only had an opportunity to have two of those tests, but with those Zoom meetings and, and the practices that we did get a chance to participate in, we, we feel like we got better as a team. Most definitely coaching now. and Texas Southern is, is a rebuild job. You rebuild thing from scratch when you take it to took over. This is a totally rebuild job. So I feel like getting the opportunity to get them two games in, moving into the summer, into the fall here, opportunity to really show your young, young, young men to go through the development because it's going to be so key to building financials, financials for your program going forward. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of truth in what you just said. We have a um... – a lot of turnover. The, the guy who was here, the staff who was here before I got here, they, they had a different mentality, a different scheme uh, from, from a personnel standpoint. And we came with a little bit more wide open. So just, you know, trying to get my guys in here, the guys that, that I've recruited for, for our system and, and, and mold those guys and teach them how we do things. And, and, you know, hopefully uh, they've, figured it out, and we're going to start winning some games this year. And Coach, how has it been building your culture? You know, you come somewhere new, you're a new guy in town, building relationships, and then those report those young men as you catch over and bring guys in as well, new guys who you, who you targeted yourselves. How has it been trying to mold some of the old guys who here prior to you getting there with the new the new guys and becoming one family, one TSU family there? I think the – it, it all depends on the older guys. And for us, our older guys have embraced the new system. They've embraced the younger guys. Um, they, the guys that have been around here, uh, sick and tired of doing things the old way, sick and tired of losing, and, and just want to do what it takes to, to get TSU back on the winning track, lay a, a solid foundation for us to build a, a quality program. Most definitely, Coach. And also, man, talk about this. Um, your young men's growth and development mentally, because uh, I know this last year has been immensely tough for a lot of people. Talk about seeing your young men grow and develop through adversity, dealing with COVID, the tests and the protocols, be responsible, and seeing how that affects them as students as well and how they become better men because of it. Uh, it's, 
I can't speak enough about the mental aspect of what these young men have gone through, what they're going through. Um, you know, <clears throat> unlike when I was coming up, there was no social media. You got uh, everyone has a microphone. You're under a microscope with everything you do, and and everyone has an opinion. So you just gotta kind of know who you are. Uh, deal with your with yourself mentally and don't let others define who you are. And as far as the COVID goes, we've all dealt with it. We're just trying to deal with it as best we can together as a team and help each other uh, push through. And coach, we've seen it with guys like Aaron Rodgers, uh, Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, how important the mental aspect of the game is. You know, people are people. When you take off your Texas Southern Polo, your clearance, I take off my radio gear, I'm just JR. You know, we go through things beyond our career fields, right? And your players, our college students as well, things going on in different backgrounds. Some for them, some of them guys been in Houston is better than being back at home. So right. The mental aspect of someone's life and the circumstances outside of what they do, I think people they take more care and more caution about what people are dealing with outside of just the football field or the classroom. Yeah, I think for us with our guys is more about them understanding and realizing that things are going to happen, but you're not alone. You're not in this by yourself. So um, we try and be a shoulder to lean on, and if we can't help. You know, we don't have the answers or, or they don't feel comfortable enough in, in talking to us about those things. Uh, we, we send them to people that are professionals in, in that aspect to try and help those guys uh, get better and, and uh, have a better sense of, of self-care and, and take care of themselves. And Coach, speak about this. Uh, the strength and conditioning program is so important to a football program. For, for important to for nutrition, nourishment, recovery, all all just being healthy because you know to be fast on Saturdays, a lot goes into it. You gotta be strong, weight room. You gotta be able to run. You have to be. If you're not sleeping real, not eating right, you're not recovering properly, it can, it can hamper you. It might come out that might the bite you in the fourth quarter or a big play. You're not quite where you need to be. So talk about how important your conditioning staff is to your program and getting your young men mentally and physically ready for Saturdays. I tell our strength and conditioning coach that he's the most important coach in our program because he spends the most time with our guys um, and his job is to get us bigger, stronger, and faster. And like you said, as far as the nutrition goes, um, you can't go out there and, and, and practice for two, three hours, go in the weight room and live for another hour and do the things that we do without replenishing your body with, with the nutrients that you need to, to continue each day, and, and that's where you see uh, guys cramping on Saturdays and Sundays because they haven't take, taken care of their bodies as far as hydration and, and you know, all of those things are important to uh, creating quality athletes within the program. Most definitely. And, Coach, look at, you, look at your non-conference schedule here. You got a cross-town game with, with Rice there right in the city of Houston, and you go up to Waco to play Bellows. So tell us about the opportunity to play your cross-town Harris County foes there in Rice and go up to Waco and play Baylor as well. Hey, we're looking forward to the opportunity. You know, um, playing those schools is, is uh, going to be a challenge but it gives us a chance to play in front of much larger crowds than what, what we've normally um, play in front of and have an opportunity to, to beat your crosstown rival. Uh, we can, we can 
really uh, make a statement in the city. Most definitely. And you start off right with a statement. Labor Day Classic. The, the, the purple team in Waller County comes to see, come to see you, man. So talk about how excited it is for your guys in fall camp here, knowing that out the gate, your neighbors up the road are coming to see you for that Labor Day Classic. You know, it's a huge game. Like you said, it's a Labor Day Classic. Uh, but most importantly for us, we're playing for first place within uh, the SWAC West. So there's a lot on the line. Uh, anytime you, you get TSU preview, Labor Day Classic, you know that's the start of the football season. So if you got if a guy can't get up for that game, something's wrong with him. Now, Coach, tell me this: uh, for our fans out here listening, uh, who want to keep up with your team, who are some key guys on both sides of the ball who they should look out for this year? But defensively, uh, up front, we start with Michael Batajo, who's a preseason All Swag uh, player, uh, defensive end for us, uh, transfer from SMU. Uh, offensively, uh, our leader is going to be Jonathan Giles, receiver, uh, transfer from LSU and Texas Tech. Uh, but those are the two leaders, um, probably the two guys that, that I would pencil in as starters right now. The rest of those positions are up for grabs for the, this coming fall camp. Speak about that, Coach, competition. How good is it have to compete? For those positions, when you got the competition, guys are only going to get better and step up their games and make the team have depth from top to bottom. Yeah, the better the competition, the better the team. You know, if, if guys are out there competing each and every day, wanting want to play a position, that's only going to make the team better. And it gives us as coaches the confidence to know if, if a guy doesn't win the, the starting position, but he's competed to, to earn that position when we get a chance to put him in the game, we can feel good about those guys being out in the game and, and they'll go out there and, and play as well as the starter, if not even better. And coach, speak about how the swag is now 12 teams deep now, adding Bethune for fam. You now, now you all have divisions. Now the first time ever, the swag has divisions. So talk about now how deep the league is top to bottom and the coaching and players talk about them, how quality of league is this is. Definitely a quality quality league. Uh, adding Bethune, adding FAMU just raises the the talent and the the level of play within the SWAC. And then you you take Alcorn, who was on the East, and move them to the West. And and you're talking about two really really strong conferences. Uh, uh, Dion's doing a great job at Jackson, and those guys are going to be in the mix. And you got Alabama A&M, who <clears throat> won the league in the spring. Southern, who went six and one in the spring and has played for the championship last couple of years. So, I mean, from top to bottom, the league is is really a quality league. It's really tough. Uh, I'd I like to say it's fairly balanced uh, from top to bottom. In any game, you know, you show up, you never know which team is going to come out the winner. And Coach McKinney, I'm asking this man for you: At what point did you decide you want to get into coaching and eventually become a head coach? <laughs> Well, I, I've always known I wanted to be a coach. When I was a, a preteen, you know, my, my me and my guys would sit around and talk about what we wanted to be when we grew up. And one guy would say he wanted to go to the NFL. Another guy would want to go to the NBA. Another guy wanted to be a policeman, a lawyer, doctor. I always knew I wanted to be a coach, you know. So um, coaching, as, as a kid growing up as a player, I, I would be the guy who would instruct my, my, my teammates 
on what to do and where to go. So it's, coaching has just been in me. Um, as far as becoming a head coach, uh, I was a head coach in high school before I moved on to college. And I never really looked at becoming a head coach. I, I was just trying to do a, a really good job in the position that I was currently in and the opportunity presented itself and I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to come back home to Texas Southern University in, in the third ward where I grew up at. So it's just uh, a tremendous uh, opportunity for myself. I want to ask you this, who are some coaches and individuals who had a great impact on you throughout your life to help you be the man you are today to lead these young men of Texas Southern and make those young men be great husbands, fathers, and lawyers down the road, business people down the road, once they hang up their cleats for good? Well, my, probably my biggest influence in coaching would be my high school football coach, uh, Coach Luther Booker, may he rest in peace. Uh, he was the head coach uh, for me at Yates High School. He was a long-time head coach uh, at the high school. And just him molded me as, as a young kid, you know, 14, 15-year-old kid. It was very impressionable. And uh, I tried to um, model myself uh, after the things that, that he showed me because coach was always calm, cool, and collective. Uh, he knew uh, his X's and O's and, and – he was a, a people's person and a father figure. So we could always go to him and, and lean on him with, with our issues. And coach would always uh, be very helpful in, in that aspect. Coach McCain, thank you for your time today. Glad we had to catch up and get this done, man. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you all play well this year. I, I support the SWAC. I'm a Tennessee State uh, graduate. We had no OVC, but uh, I support all HBCU schools. That, that's what I'm about. The other TSU in Nashville. We ain't going to have that argument today. About that. <laughs> Make that game happen to find out who's the real TSU. Hey, I might, yeah, we can talk to Eddie George about that. Get Eddie, Eddie, hey, we can play a maybe a neutral site game and see really about that's going to be the real story. <laughs> yes, indeed. And coach, thank you again for your time. Be safe and hope to talk to you real soon, coach. All right, thank you for having us. And, uh, go no talk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.